0: That's noo to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com,
1: your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and
0: Trickin.
1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Hendrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'm here to get you caught up on all the news and notes from Tuesday and get you to looking ahead to a fun-filled Wednesday. It starts at 1235 p.m. Eastern time and going to the final game starts at 740 p.m. Eastern time. So lots of baseball throughout the entire day as it is meant to be. So let's get at it. Let's talk news and notes. We have plenty of them today. The, the Atlanta Braves kicked things off by placing Max Fried on the IL as of yesterday or on Monday. It was conflicting reports. What do you start? What do you get pushed back? What's the deal? Well, now we know why. Uh, Imaging came back. He has a left forearm strain. Uh, they're they're not they're optimistic. It won't be that bad. He's gonna be shut down for throwing from now. Doesn't hopefully need surgery. We'll see where it goes. It's just a lot of hopes right now, and that's just not great for Max Freed. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing too bad, but uh, he's going to get shut down. They recalled Danny Young for now at Bullpen Arm. Uh, we'd expect Dylan Dodd and or Jared Schuster to get their their call up here pretty soon because right now, if you go to roster resource, Fenster Strider, Bryce Elder, and Charlie Morton. So uh, they need two more starters. That's why Dylan Dodd and Jared Schuster could be getting some run with the Braves. The San Francisco Giants promoted one of their top prospects Casey Schmidt from AAA with uh, the injuries to Brandon Crawford and the need for defense he's uh he's bringing a great glove with a decent bat he started at shortstop and hit his first career home run in the game on Tuesday night as the Giants on to win four to one against the Washington Nationals uh Pirates they promoted 27 year old outfielder Josh Palacios he had four home runs and four stolen bases between AA and AAA already this season he's shown a bit of a, like a Seven to eight home run guy with 20, home, 20 stolen base speed throughout the minors in his career, so it could be an interesting like you know they already have Bay who's stealing bases everywhere, could be another little fit there with Palacios. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays are in need of a left handed bullpen arm with Garrett Clevenger injuring his ACL out for the season, and um, they are in the in the works of signing Jake Diekman who was DFA'd by the uh, the uh, Chicago White Sox last week. That deal should be done very soon. Bad news on the Jacob DeGrom front. Uh, He was shut down from throwing, and as of Tuesday, there is still no timetable for DeGrom to start throwing as uh, definitely knocked off the chance of coming back uh, at his minimum IL stint, and it's not looking good. When there's no timetable, just hold your breath and hope with Jacob DeGrom. The Yankees placed Oswald Peraza on the IL with an ankle injury, and in order to do so, they activated Aaron Judge from the IL. So Judge is back. Judge's uh, court is in session for the New York Yankees. The Texas Rangers sent Travis Jankowski to the IL and recalled Sam Huff from AAA this year in AAA Huff was hitting 267 with five home runs. He's always had a pretty decent power bat. Bag never has been an issue from time to time. I will see what Huff does. He's more of an infield guy. So we'll see how this kind of plays out with the shuffling of the Rangers lineup. Max Scherzer reported yesterday. He was still dealing with a scapula injury playing through it. He was saying, well, he was scratched from Tuesday start with neck spasms The Mets recalled David Peterson. He made the start. It did not end well. He didn't even make it through four innings. And uh, same old, same old for David Peterson. Carlos Rodon, the saga continues. Received a cortisone shot on Tuesday. If everything heals or everything goes well, he can start trying to throw again this weekend. Still, no timetable on what's going to take place with Carlos Rodon. Uh, A couple a week or so ago, we were all really worried that Ricky Tiedemann, one of the top pitching prospects in baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays pitching prospect, had a serious serious injury when he left his start. Well, MRI revealed biceps inflammation, nothing torn or anything, hopefully. And he's now week to week instead of season to season. So Ricky Tiedemann may be back, hopefully, sooner than we expected. Uh, more MRI results. Mason Miller, who uh, went back to Oakland for elbow discomfort, revealed there is no structural damage. It was, more stru- it was structurally clean MRI, as they called it. Uh, he may start playing catch this weekend. And as of now, the A's do not plan on putting Mason Miller on the IL, something to monitor in that scenario. Nick Lodolo was supposed to start on Thursday for the Cincinnati Reds. That started to move back to Saturday as he's dealing with a sore left calf. So keep a monitor on that one is, those had a, rough, a couple of rough goes of late, like the, the home run, the fly balls over 25% this year. He needs to really uh, fix things. A great American small park doesn't help with that. Most of the time, Aaron Hicks left Tuesday's game with left hip tightness. Most might say, I don't care, but it was actually funny. He actually had hits in like back-to-back games, the a, a second tech home run the other night. So, You never know with Aaron Hicks, but we do know he's back on the I.L., a tradition unlike any other. Kyle Schwarber left uh, Tuesday's game for the Philadelphia Phillies after he fouled a ball off of his foot. Uh, X-rays were negative, so he has a a bruise on his foot. I'd imagine he sits out on Wednesday, lets things heal up, and goes from there, but uh, looks like we dodged a bullet with anything serious for Kyle Schwarber. Mentioned Ramon Urias left Monday's game with a hamstring injury. It's bad enough. He's on the I.L. as of Tuesday. Hopefully, there's no... Report yes on the severity of it. It's just bad enough to go straight to the IL. So, probably pretty bad. Uh, and then Christopher Morell was called up on uh, Monday, made his first start on Tuesday, and went deep, hit a home run. Hopefully, we get more Christopher Morell in our lives. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Tuesday on the Diamond. Jordan Diaz of the Oakland Athletics second baseman went three for four with three home runs, three runs scored, and four RBIs. A's lost 10 to five, but they got uh, Jordan Diaz got the home run train rolling. He's hitting 286 now on the season with four home runs with a 28.6% strikeout rate. Decent average, lots of Ks, fluky power night, who knows, but Jordan Diaz, always cheap on the DFS streets if you're looking for that. Super deep leagues is where he's going to be useful. I wouldn't get too aggressive, anything deeper than 15 or AL only formats. Francisco Alvarez, the catcher for the New York Mets, two for four, two, two solo shots, two RBIs, uh, 241 average now on the season with three home runs. Still not playing every day, which is a bummer. They need to get him in the lineup because he can do a lot of things like this, which Thomas Nito is not going to do. So keep that in mind. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily's Batters Box at pitcherlist.com. So starting pitching highlights for you on a Tuesday, Shane Bieber. I had to triple check this when I saw it during the middle of the day when I was watching the – looking at box scores from the Cleveland Guardians game. Shane Bieber, six innings, zero earned. Okay, that's we've seen stuff like that from Shane Bieber. But seven hits, one walk, and most importantly, nine strikeouts. The strikeouts have been non-existent for Shane Bieber this season. The c nine Ks was big. Nineteen whiffs, forty percent CSW on one hundred and one pitches. We can all hope this is something to come. I'm not. I, I need to see it a few more times, but I love the fact that it happened, and we know it's possible still in Shane Bieber's arm. Framber Valdez continues to do amazing Framber Valdez things, and Nick is going to be so disappointed because he didn't whip us to death. He went eight innings, one run. Three hits, zero walks. That's a heck of a whip, folks. Well below one. He's just like a one-two whip guy. That's a beautiful thing. Twelve strikeouts of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Eighteen whiffs, thirty-seven percent CSW on ninety-nine pitches. Framber is the real deal. Holy field, love that he's like getting the job done. Just dealing, he outdueled Shohei Ohtani in L.A. on Tuesday. That was big, big boy stuff. Lucas Giolito keeps putting it together, folks. Six innings pitched, two earned, five hits, two walks, nine Ks against the Kansas City Royals. He had 18 whiffs on a 33% CSW over 93 pitches. When you look at Giolito now. that's back to uh, it's three straight starts with two earned runs or less, six Ks or more in three straight starts. He now has six Ks or more in five of his last six with two earned runs or less in five of six starts. He's starting to slowly put it together, folks. I'm a big fan of what we're seeing from Lucas Giolito, and I'm a believer. I know not everybody is, but I am a believer in Lucas Giolito. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock to read and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Let's talk some relief pitching for you here. It's kind of a basic night. Real closers got real saves for the most part, but I want to highlight Emmanuel Clase when people think he like a couple weeks ago, he's washed, his velocity's down, he's no good. He picked up his thirteenth save of the season. On Tuesday night, pretty darn good to me, backing up Shane Bieber's wonderful start. And then uh, St. Louis, we, we kind of joked that Ryan Helsley got a save in an inning of a third of the other night. Like, oh, look it. he finally got another save, yada, yada, yada. Well, he wasn't used on Tuesday night because of that, that other inning and a third outing. Giovanni Gallegos came in, picked up his second save of the season, and Gallegos has been outstanding in the back of that bullpen, either setup rolls, fireman rolls, closing rolls. Gallegos has been very, very good. So he's a guy to keep an eye on if anything were to happen to Helsley, or if you just want to take some shots in the dark. Really good option in the back of that Cardinals bullpen. Make sure you really read the daily reliever Rings article on PitcherList.com to get more information on all things starting pitching. All right, before we take a look ahead to Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Echkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's get a look at the weather for the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thank you very much, Brian. While looking at today's schedule, we have a problem game that was the problem game yesterday, and this is Kansas City. I think for good news, this is one of the few night games, so that's actually going to help things out because I think uh, the rain activity will be earlier in the day, so hopefully they can get this game in just like they got it in yesterday. Good news is this is the only game I see with any major problems. Back to you. Thanks again, Mark. Always appreciate the weather updates from you. Hopefully it stays dry in Kansas City as they went through a, 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 a delayed start and got the rest of the game in on Tuesday. Hopefully see something similar on Wednesday. Talking DFS, your main slate starts at 1235 p.m. Eastern time. There's four games in the evening with a nine-game early main slate. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Talking pitchers on this one, Clayton Kershaw versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee's striking out over 30% of the time versus lefties so far this season. Kershaw has been like Kergoat right now. He's just been amazing. I think it's a great spot to use. Kershaw and then Eduardo Rodriguez, absolutely brilliant of late. Gets the Cleveland Guardians, who he threw eight shutout, and I think it was 12Ks or something, or 10Ks. Uh, Last time he faced him, he was at four straight, just really, really, really strong starts for Erod. Go back to that well versus Cleveland on Wednesday. Looking at bats, though, there's quite a few you can like on this early action. I think you can game stack the Yankees and the A's. The Yankees get Kyle Moeller. A's get Johnny Brito. Uh, those are two spots I like to just keep pummeling. Like J.J. Bleday is still cheap. Ryan Nota. Those are like some cheap options in Oakland. Plus, you know, your your Rookers, your Asturias and some others. And then the Yankees versus Moeller. Glaber Torres went deep again on Tuesday. He's heating up. Mentioned it in yesterday's show. Like what I'm seeing there, judges back. Obviously, you got a ton of options with the Yankees. The Bronx Bomber should be a fun one between the Yankees and the A's. Washington versus Sean Mania just because I will fade Sean Mania every time he takes the mound, so that's a fun one there with the Washington Nationals. And then Detroit versus uh, Battenfield. Battenfield has not been good, and Detroit's been pesky, so you got a lot of cheap options. The A's, the Nats, and the Detroit Tigers will allow you to pit for pitching on the early main slate. Things I'm looking forward to. On your Wednesday, and this is where it gets fun because it's a stretched out day, a full day of action, kind of take it all in as things go on. Yeah, Kevin Gossman coming off a rough eight-earn run start against Boston versus Zach Wheeler, who's had a lot of up and down four or five run outings throughout this season in Philadelphia Citizens Bank Park, which is a bandbox at times. Gossman versus Wheeler, something's got to give. I guess could, this has the makings of two aces doing ace things, this has the makings of one ace doing it, blow-ups, whatever. So many. Ways the start can go. I'm excited to see if Gossman earlier in the year Gossman had a seven or eight run out- outing. His next two starts, back to back seven shutout innings with like 10 plus K. They had 24 K's over that stretch. I'm looking forward to Gossman bouncing back. Maybe no Kyle Schwarber in that lineup. We get Zach Wheeler um hopefully figuring it out. That'd be nice to see. Uh, we get a bunch of aces, especially early. You got Clayton Kershaw I mentioned versus Milwaukee, Luis Castillo going up against the Texas Rangers. Castillo's been brilliant. Uh, George Kirby and Logan Gilbert just shut down the Rangers, who came in with like swinging really hot sticks. So that'll be interesting to see if Castillo can make it three in a row for this three-headed monster starting rotation in Seattle. And then Christian Javier can he can he follow up what Framber did, but from the right side? Uh, Javier's been pretty good this year, not as dominant as we'd hope, but pretty good. So it could be a fun one against the Anaheim Angels uh, later in the day. Though you get Justin Steele, my dog who the two-pitch guy that nobody likes. And the strikeouts aren't ideal, but he's been very, very effective going up against my other guy, Jomo, Jordan Montgomery. So Steel versus Montgomery and Wrigley, that's a fun evening game. And then Lance Lynn. G-Lito's been bouncing back quite a bit, and Lance Lynn's catching a lot of hate, a lot of hate out there, folks. And like some of it's rightfully so. I'll be totally honest. But when I was digging into Lance Lynn for some other content this week, it's frustrating, but there's like, there's tea leaves, tea leaves of hope. Like he's given up four and runs and three straight starts, give him a three and runs or more in six straight starts. But the strikeouts are there. He's got seven or more Ks in four of his last five on a season of six, eight, six CRA with a 3.64 XFIP. That's pretty impressive. About a 20% uh, K to walk percentage. But over the last five starts where the strikeouts have been basically seven or more in each start, that's where it really stands out to me. He's given you uh, five or more innings in every start, uh, He's got, got 39 strikeouts and innings pitched, 6 ERA with a 2.86 XFIP, and that Kato walk's gone up to 24.4%, which is very, very nice. He's getting a 14.1% swinging strike over that stretch. So he's been very effective. It's just a matter of can he like he, – he's given up a home run in almost every start. He's, he's had walk issues on three to five starts. He's got to just rein it in a little bit more, but it feels like he's so close to getting it done – um, like he's faced at Cincinnati, he faced the Rays, he faced at Toronto, he faced Philadelphia. Those are four world beaters that scored four runs or more in each game against him. He faced the twins before that, six innings, three or ten Ks. Like the stuff is there for Lance Lynn. And now you get the Kansas City Royals, who just struck out nine times the Lucas Gilino. We know just how potent their offense is not at times. Given they've had some moments of late, like, they didn't face the A's. That helps a lot of teams have a potent offense. But something to monitor. With Lance Lynn, I think he's close. I know some people have given up hope. It's a great start, and it's a great, like, if he doesn't do it against Kansas City, I will jump on the I'm concerned train, but there's so many things pointing to a turnaround. And he started out slow last year, given he had an injury last year. Maybe he has one now we don't know about, but he turned it out in a great second half last year, hoping as things heat up, Lance Lynn heats up, and we get another nice starting pitcher that we rightfully need in the fantasy baseball streets. But that'll do it, folks. Before I head out, make sure you guys go to PitcherList.com. Check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Become a member over there. You'll love it. You get to join the the awesome Discord that we have going on. You get the the PLV um, tools, the pitch bot, all kinds of great stuff, plus early access to next season's draft kit. So check all that stuff out. But um, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday's fun-filled full day of action. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great one. Enjoy your Wednesday, and I'll catch you guys next time.